Hello and welcome to the second of our three-part series which covers all you need to know about No Longer at Ease, the novel which is part of a trilogy by Chinua Achebe. Uh, in the previous video I gave a summary uh, which went into uh, lots of depth about what happens in the novel and giving you an overview but also I went into depth about why it's important to discuss the novel as a tragedy and um, also being very clear about what a tragic story encompasses. So a tragic story does not mean a story where somebody dies. Uh, this may or may not happen. However, the, in the strict literature definition, a tragic story is a story whereby the main protagonist, who's essentially a good and noble person at the beginning, has a flaw, uh, or in other words, a hamasha, which leads them to make a series of mistakes and then leads to their downfall. Now, uh, in this video, I'll go into detail about context, which is incredibly crucial to understand about No Longer at Ease, and the key characters. Uh, this is really important to understand because this book, whilst it's incredibly inter interesting, is one of the more complex literature texts that's uh, set by teachers. And uh, it's incredibly important to really wrap your mind around some of these issues. So now, uh, when you're discussing No Longer at Ease, the most important thing to be aware of is context. What was happening at the time it was written, uh, which was in the 60s, but equally, um, how does this reflect historically uh, Nigeria's relationship with England, which is one of the key and central elements of the book, right? So particularly when you're thinking about the character of Mr. William Green, but equally Obi and his father, um, and the fact that even Obi and Clara go to uh, England, that's something that you shouldn't take at face value. You need to understand the background to it. So contextually speaking, it's really important to know that Nigeria was colonised by England. That's why Nigerians speak English. And colonisation, for those of you that don't understand what the word means, it just means that Britain, between 1851 to 1960, invaded and occupied Nigeria, and Nigeria essentially became Britain's territory. Nigeria was essentially governed um, as if it were owned by the monarchy. Um, this obviously means that uh, Nigerians during colonisation didn't really have a say over what happened to their country. Uh, there were colonial officers who were sent over from um, England who essentially governed the day-to-day -day affairs of Nigeria. Um, and this um, eventually caused a lot of discontent. And um, Nigerians, you know, uh, really pushed and fought for independence. And there was constant discontent, but eventually Nigeria secured its independence from British rule in 1960, whereby they essentially were able to establish political ownership over their own country. So a country governed by Nigerians instead of British people. So uh, No Longer at Ease is set in a recently independent Nigeria. So although Nigeria is independent, the remnants, the remains of Britain's colonial influence are still prevalent. Um, another thing uh, to remember is when you're thinking about how these remnants of Britain's colonial um, presence are still there, are embodied in the character of Mr. William Green, who's a colonial officer and he's Obi's boss uh, in his government job. And he's an Englishman who has really deeply held views on 
the racial supremacy of the British. Essentially, he sees Africans as inferior to British people. Uh, and this obviously creates tension between him and Obi, Obi being an African, who is really staunchly against his views of Africans being lazy and primitive. Uh, Mr. Green is an important representation and a really ugly reminder of the colonial values that the British used to subjugate, to essentially, um, you know, dominate the Nigerians. And the Brits um, justified colonisation um, and taking over uh, countries in Africa as a way to tame and civilise Africans. And so Mr. Green really holds on to this belief and he really doesn't believe Nigeria should be governed by Nigerians themselves. It, you know, essentially belongs to the British who, who know how to run the country. Um, however, when you think about Nigeria's colonial relationship with England, it's complex. So uh, after 1960, even if Nigeria received political independence, meaning Nigerians could govern their own country, um, this relationship still persisted with England and Nigerians' reliance on England still persists even to this day. Um, it's less so, but it's still incredibly important. And this is also revealed in the characters of Isaac Okonko, who's Obi's father, and Obi himself, who does go to England to have a university education. So even if Obi, for instance, is really resentful of somebody like Mr. Green, um, he and his father are really proud of the Christian values. So obviously Christianity was brought along with colonization. So the Brits brought uh, their religion, you know, prior to that, um, Nigerians had their own indigenous beliefs. Um, and this was in many ways imposed upon um, Nigerians. And so it's interesting that Christianity, which is a symbol of British and Western religious values, is actually really embraced by Obi and his father. And also they take pride in being really literate and speaking English very fluently. Again, English being the language of um, the colonizer, which is Britain. And Nigerian society as a whole actually celebrates them for successfully incorporating these elements of British ideals into their lives. So there's this really interesting and complex relationship that Nigerians have with Britain. It's not necessarily, um, you know, they automatically hated England. In fact, there were lots of things um, when it came to English cultures and customs that still um, are prevalent in Nigeria and are still adhered to. Um, English being one of the most widely spoken languages and um, uh, even, for instance, the prevalence of the Christian religion as opposed to uh, indigenous beliefs is, is seen as in many ways quite superior, uh, even by Nigerians themselves. And in the case of Obi and his father, certainly they saw, um, they held similar views. Um, therefore, there's this paradox and this dual nature that um, Nigerians perhaps have, whereby on the one hand, they want to hold on to the traditional values and the traditional beliefs. You know, uh, for instance, Obi and his father being Ibo, they hold on to certain Ibo values and beliefs. However, the duality is that they also incorporate a British identity or an identity that's very influenced by English customs, such as a Christian religion, speaking English and taking really pride in that and, you know, reading the Bible and different English texts. And so there's this kind of duality, which sometimes can be a little bit schizophrenic in nature. And so Obi and all the African characters in this novel must contend with their African and Ibo identities. And they maintain a fine and fragile line between holding on to very traditional Ibo customs, like ostracizing people who are Osu, untouchables, um, but also they hold on to British ideals, which is quite paradoxical. It's a little bit contradictory.
Now, going into characters, these are the main characters that you need to be very intimately aware of. So the main character being Obi Okonkwo, who's the protagonist. Uh, and we follow his idealistic beginnings, traveling to England to get a formal education, attempting to reverse the culture of corruption in Nigeria. And we, went, we witness his tragic end. You know, he's prosecuted for corruption despite holding so much promise initially. Clara, who's Obi's fiancée, uh, was also educated in England, yet she finds even if she goes and, you know, she proves herself perhaps to be intellectually capable of receiving a really competitive scholarship, she still comes back to her native country and finds herself restricted by customs which label her an untouchable and osu. Uh, she's a nurse and we learn that she's very strong-willed. Uh, William Green is an old Englishman and he's a remnant of Nigeria's colonial past. Uh, as I mentioned before, he believes that, that the English are superior and he sees Africans as backwards, lazy and corrupt. Uh, Isaac Okonkwo is Obi's father. He's another key character to be aware of. Um, he's very educated and he's a Christian man and he takes pride in his education. Uh, Hannah Okonkwo is Obi's ailing mother. She's very unwell throughout the novel and obviously she eventually dies. Uh, if you've listened to part one uh, of this series, you'll learn from the summary that she does eventually die. Um, and she only converts to Christianity as a result of her marriage to Isaac Okonkwo. So she holds more steadfast to her um, traditional Ibo values than uh, both Isaac and Obi. Uh, the other two Key characters to be aware of are Joseph Okeke, who is Obi's friend, and due to his family's poor social status, he receives very limited education and he works as a clerk at the survey department. And finally, Christopher is a friend of Obi, who, unlike Joseph, is very well educated and he has a good government job. Uh, however, unlike Obi, he's very pragmatic. Uh, he sees um, corruption as, I suppose, part and parcel of um, dealings in um, his position in Nigeria and he takes a very pragmatic and practical approach to um, dealing with people on a case-by-case -case basis so he doesn't really take a very strong moral stance against corruption and he doesn't necessarily see it as a very immoral exchange he sees it as an exchange whereby one person is getting value whilst the other is also getting value so I hope you uh, learnt something uh, and hopefully you feel more confident in your understanding of No Longer at Ease. Uh, if you enjoyed this video, please do give us a thumbs up. Please also subscribe to our channel for more educational videos and free revision sheets. And also, uh, if you haven't, do go ahead and see the first video, which essentially summarises the plot and equally talks about um, why this is a tragedy. But also um, do stay tuned for part three in this series, which will go into more depth on themes to be aware of. Thank you for listening.